Life Audio. And that's kind of what we wanted to bring to this episode um, and what it means to be thankful. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. Hey. Hey, what's going on, buddy? What's up, man? <laughs> what you got those on for? What's talking about? Oh the sunglasses? God. Yeah. You want me to tell you? Yeah. My future's too bright. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we knew something I cheesy was coming I right there. I stole that from a comedian. That's not my original. My future's too bright. I actually just watched one of the funniest stand-ups I had ever seen, and I don't know why I brought it up now, but you said because something about being funny. I don't know his name, but it was incredible. Five stars on Amazon Prime. Gosh, what is the guy's name? And it's clean, too. Nate, Nate Brigatsky. Bro, how did you know that? He's the real deal, man. Dude, he is hilarious. Yeah. So I just watched his yeah. Amazon Was it at Prime. Bridgestone? Did he sell out Bridgestone? No, I can't remember where he said it was, but he's from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in middle Tennessee. Right? So I showed I showed Pat and Clint. They were cracking My up. And then I, I showed DC them. last night. Dude is the truth. My wife. That's hey, crazy. Nate Brigatsky, hey, yeah. sponsor the pod, Life After Addiction. Y'all go let him know. Show him some love. Yeah, he's good, man. Clean. Really, really good. Really and it was good. clean the whole yeah. time. And that's how he's always been. Wow. Doesn't cuss, doesn't talk dirty stuff. My wife and I love him. I mean, he's uh, he's really good. He's really good. So, really funny. Dry humor, kind of like yeah. funny, man. Yeah, funny. his very, delivery, his tone. It's very just intelligent, like, the way he puts yeah. bits together and stuff. So. So, yeah. Hey, welcome back. Life After Addiction. What a special announcement. Oh, no. I got to look, make sure I say this correctly. So here's the deal. We have been talking about this $100 gift card for a random subscriber. Subscriber. Two. Two, two $100 yes. gift cards for two subscribers. And so we have been able to locate one. Uh, and <laughs> when we thought of this situation, it seemed like it made sense in our head because we thought, hey, if, if someone's publicly uh, subscribing, because you can privately subscribe and no one can see it, uh, but we thought there would be an email address that we could reach out to them, but no. But we did some investigation, and we were able to find one, Shane Merrill, or Merrill, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I did get a hold of him, got his permission to say his name. He is the recipient of our first $100 gift card. That is going to be going out in the mail. He should already have that by now, uh, by the time this comes out. Um, and it looks like he um, he works at a, at a center and is like-minded with what we do. I didn't haven't talked to him really, except for just getting his permission and, yeah. and where to send it. Uh, and so here's what we're going to do. Because of our – we tried to randomly find some others, and as we looked into it, we just couldn't find who they were social medias there's no email uh and so to stay in true fashion on this episode if you will comment uh what you thought of the episode you don't have to say give me a hundred dollars but just comment on if you like the content or if you liked the topic or whatever whatever that is and then we are going to randomly select one of the comments and then um respond to it with instructions on and you will be the winner of the second gift card does that sound good boom that sound good? That's a good idea. Producer Jorian had that idea, so that was good. Congrats All right. to Shane. Thank you for yeah, man. Thank you for subscribing, subscribing yeah. to our channel. We really appreciate it. And the support, man. And, yeah. and anytime you share our videos, guys, it really means a lot. And uh, we've heard just really good feedback. And so it, it keeps us motivated. And that's not why we're doing it, but it helps, uh, you know, when, when we know that it is helping people. And uh, like I said last episode, I mean, Moses – 
ran around 40 years with grumbling people and God killed him on the mountain. He didn't make it to the promised land. So mm. we're not promised that. Uh, but it's really beneficial and encouraging when, when we hear the support and people and, and how much this means. So thank you guys. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. All right, this week we are talking about, and it, and it actually happened in our staff meeting today. Um, one of our guys, uh, I almost got emotional, but one of our leaders who's very stoic. Is that the right word, stoic? What does stoic mean, Jorian? Like brave, Can right? Can you Google it real quick? Yeah. I want to say like slow to speak and just, okay. I don't know, statue-like. It says... Uh, a person who can endure pain or I can't, hardship, hardship without with, showing their feeling or compl- without showing their feelings or complaining. Yeah, I think that's a good word for him, somewhat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he just got emotional just about how thankful he was yeah. to the Lord, and he just recapped in front of all of the staff just what God has done in his life and the uh, uh, cancer and overcoming addiction and just how God was always with him. And he got emotional, man. He's not an emotional guy. And it, it, I was crying. Um, I got I got in a place of thanksgiving. And, and Ron, Pastor Ron, brought the message. At each of our staff meetings, we have a 15-minute um, kind of discipleship thing that Pastor Ron does. He brings a word of encouragement through the Scripture. And, and this week was about a few things, but it was about having just a position of thanks, of thankful heart, a grateful heart. And it reminded me, I mean, my prayer for... Uh, eight years. I think that's 2,920 days. Every single day I prayed that prayer. Someone could do the math. I was probably off on that. Almost 3,000 times I prayed, God, please save my kids from a young age and don't let them have my same testimony of a life of addiction. And I just began to think, man, I prayed that almost 3,000 times and God recently did it. We talked about it. We brought it up again last episode about uh, my daughter surrendering her life to Christ and God answered that prayer of saving my kids' souls from a young age. And, man, how soon we forget just miracles in our life. Yeah. You know, and, like, how much do I have to be thankful for? Uh, And then we talked about a topic where I was reading um, every now and then I'll read, like, medical articles and scientific articles, and I read one, uh, and I I can't cite this. I'd have to do some digging to go back and find it. But basically the premise was, it's physically uh, and scientifically impossible to have depression at the same time of having think- being thankful. Meaning if you are thankful, you are not depressed or downstraught or sorrowful. And so obviously the Bible talks about that all the time. And so mm-hmm. it's awesome when science finally catches up. And it just created this atmosphere of, of uh, having a thankful heart and staff meeting today. And it was a beautiful moment. And that's kind of what we wanted to bring to this episode um, and what it means to be thankful. Yeah. What does it mean? 
to you or what is just yeah yeah first of all it is uh something i can speak of personally and i'll just say humans in general that we are terrible at at doing yeah um man i can become so ungrateful each and every single day to some degree you know the things that i once prayed for um that God has bestowed upon me in ways in which he's grown me and shaped me and placed me where I'm at today are things that I would, I told my former self, I would have joy abundantly and and thankfulness and gratitude forevermore. If I could just escape addiction, if I could just do this, if I could just, and then it happens and it's like, well, this is the norm now. Now, now I need this. Now I want this. Now my eyes are fixed on that and keeping in that posture of thankfulness of gratitude is extremely difficult. You know, um, a verse I always bring up is first Thessalonians five sixteen through 18. That tells us to rejoice always, uh, pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And those three things are very difficult, but yeah. specifically rejoicing always. Um, that's part of the verse. I'm, yeah, man, it really takes effort to press into your faith and to remind yourself to be grateful and yeah. to be thankful. Because like you said, there's so many things that happen in our lives, especially even just working in the environment that we do, that we get to see lifelong breakthroughs occur in front of our very eyes. We get to see lives transformed and restored. Mm. We get to serve with brothers whose lives have been transformed and restored and God's grown them up to a place of leadership. And we work and, and literally see miracles almost daily. Can and I, it's still so easy to be ungrateful. Can we talk about that for a second? Because I, I hinted at it, you hinted at it. What the heck is that? Like, deep prayer for a, God to move a mountain. Mm-hmm. And, and he moves the mountain. And a week, two weeks, a month goes by. And it's almost, what is that? Is it that we, in our minds, we're like, oh, my, Maybe that was just how it worked out. It wasn't God moving a mountain like we were begging for. Or is it like we just are that short-term memory? Or is it that, I don't know, just like a kid that's not thankful for the roof over their head of their parent, you know, that's that conceptual, they're not thinking that. That's just how, that's just how they've known it. They've known the protection. They know that dad and mom work hard to put food on the, they don't, but they don't think like that. I don't know what it is, but it's so real miracles a week later. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Hey, not bro, even sometime, not even yeah, a week later. You remember you on your face weeping for God to intervene. Mm-hmm. And then he intervenes in a week later. You forgot. Yeah. What? I w- I, that's a million dollar question. I wish I, I knew the answer to it. I, I don't know because it is, it's crazy when you think about it. It's literally crazy, but it happens to some degree daily, if yeah. we're honest. It happens to some degree daily where I become extremely ungrateful and I forget to be thankful for everything that God has done in my life. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So let's it, get practical. We're, we're, you know, let's get... I have scripture that I think is going to go well with this, but okay. So if, if the scripture, I guess we need to read our scripture, but if I'm telling you before we even got the scripture that the science has come out and said that depression can't live in the same space as Thanksgiving, the million dollar question now is, okay, well how in the world 
Do I make, do I get myself into a position of thanksgiving? How in the world, I don't want to be in this, this pit of despair and, and hanging pictures on the wall and making it my home. I don't want to get comfortable in this depression, which I have, which you have. Mm-hmm. Join has oh, many times. I don't, I want to, how do I just, how do I want to get to this place of thanksgiving? And I guess what it is for me, here's practical things. And then I'm going to read the scripture because it tells us too. Yeah. it's, it's slow down. For me, it's slow down like I did in staff meeting today. Although, man, I when it happened, I posted about it. I shared it on all of our work threads mm-hmm. that I could, and everybody knew. I called family, and, oh, I praised God in the moment. It was so amazing. But, I mean, even if I have nothing else, I can look back just to Good Friday, what, a few weeks ago, and be like, God, you answered half of the prayer that I've been praying almost 3,000 times. Thank you, Lord. There's nothing more important, God, than you saving my kids' soul. Thank you, Lord. I could pray that prayer and and position myself to a place of thanksgiving on my darkest day. Why? Because he did it. And so I guess practically, man, it's you've got to bring truth or light into the darkness. And let's, I'm going to read. Is that all right? I'm just kind of sabotaged, but I mean, this is evolving and we didn't plan this. You're good. Philippians chapter four, verses four, rejoice in the Lord always. Hmm. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Oh boy. All right, here we go. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to be anxious. Well, the Bible just said, don't be anxious about anything. And I've talked about this so many times when I do the pillars class and things like that when I talk about prayer. But, man, that doesn't make sense. The Bible says, don't be anxious about anything. Man, I am anxious a lot of times. Well, what in the world? Let's see what it keeps saying. And this is continuing in verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything. Here's some practical. He's telling us something. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Present your request to God. Okay, well, there's the what. What do I do? The Bible just told you the what. You pray. Man, you, you, you petition God. You, you go into prayer, and you can find something. If you don't have the story of your kids, you have breath in your lungs that you don't deserve. Mm. If you've gone through what we've gone through, I tell the guys at the lodge a lot, hey, man, my story is I wasn't crazier than my friends that died, and I'm still here. They weren't doing things more risky than I was, and yet I don't. they're not here anymore. I don't deserve to be at that lodge hearing about Jesus, eating three meals a day, playing volleyball or whatever it was, um, going to these churches and living in a lodge in the middle of the woods. Here's what I deserved. I deserved death. I deserved to be in jail, and at the very best-case scenario of my lifestyle that I was and the choices I was making, I deserved to be homeless with nothing. But yet God had me in a lodge. Mm-hmm. Surrounded by love. So be thankful. You could find something to be thankful because it says with thanksgiving and prayer, okay, Adam, I, okay, it's, I understand that. I understand what God's saying for me to do, but that doesn't answer how that deals with the anxiety, the depression. That doesn't understand. Okay, well, the verse keeps going in 7, and it says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, surpasses all understanding, it will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. There is a peace that does not make earthly sense, that psychologists, psychiatrists, doctors, counselors, pastors, the gurus, they won't be able to explain to you why you have peace right now because it is a peace from God that surpasses our understanding. Let me put it all together for you, and I'm going to pass it. 
Do not be anxious about anything, the Bible says. But in all things, through prayer and supplication or petition and thanksgiving, present these requests to God, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ, Christ Jesus. So that's the what and the how. God tells us how he's going to do it, and he tells us what to do. So when I'm in a place of depression or downstruck, and I'm preaching to myself right now, even after last episode that we recorded in the studio, man, me and Chitty and Jordan were like, man, that was, I, or you even said it on the episode. You said, man, I, I needed this. I needed this today. Yeah. We were talking to our 21-year-old self slap episode, but it was like, man, I needed this. I'm preaching to me today right now, so don't feel like I'm preaching at you. I'm preaching to you and with you. Man, I ain't getting these moments, Adam. Man, I've got to remind myself to be thankful and even when I, on the days that I could justifiably say I don't have much to be thankful for, when I'm in the pit, when everything's gone wrong, when the car, whatever, I always have something to be thankful for because Christ died for me, mm-hmm. loved me enough, and while I was yet a sinner, he went to the cross willingly and paid the debt, paid uh, for my unrighteousness. So I'm now seen by God as perfect and spotless and blameless, and I'm accepted into his kingdom. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. That's so good. God is so good, man. So to to the, <laughs> you asked that million dollar question, and I hadn't looked down yet at at my scriptures, and this wasn't one of my scriptures, but this is the beginning few verses to the chapter, and it, this is exactly why. Like this is the answer to the million dollar question of why do miracles happen in front of our faces on the daily? Yeah, and yet I become ungrateful in an instant. You yeah. Know? And this is Colossians chapter three. Um, This is verses one through four. And it says, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. And that is where it stems from. Our minds aren't set on heavenly things. Mm. My mind becomes shifted to earthly things that I do not have, that I feel like I deserve, and therefore I am ungrateful. And that's where the majority of it stems from. And I love Colossians chapter 3. These are the verses I'm going to read next um, because Paul is talking about putting on the new self. Mm. Like this is what putting on the new self in Christ looks like. And this is verses, same chapter, chapter 3, verses 15 through 17. And it says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. 
Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father mm. through him. So over and over again, you see in those verses, give thanks, yes, give praise, give thanks, be grateful for all that God has done in your life. Because what you notice and what I'm realizing now in this moment I'm never ungrateful for what God's done in my life. Mm. That's what always humbles me and brings me back to, oh, yeah, yeah. like what am I doing? Yeah. It's always I'm ungrateful for things that aren't happening outside of my relationship with God yeah. that Ryan feels like he's entitled to and deserves. Yeah. I never become ungrateful for what God's done for me. No, that's what brings me to my knees and makes me weep and humbles me and brings me back to reality and like, whoa, 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 okay, okay, okay. I remember the day I prayed for, you know, to have a lanyard that to work at S2. I remember the day I prayed that if you saved me, I'd serve you forever. Okay. I remember like, that's what brings me back when I'm setting while. my mind on things that are above. above. Now the process of that is hard because yeah. our flesh is always knocking on the door and this is buying for my attention and this is buying for my attention and the world is living one way. And you know, my, my own lustful, sinful passions and desires are at war within me uh, in the spirit of God. And so, um, that's, it's more difficult than just saying these things. You really got to wrestle with some of these things spiritually, man, in prayer with brothers in Christ, with sisters in Christ, through your church members, through the reading of his word. And you really got to wrestle with some of these things. But that's what it stems down to is setting our minds on things that are above. Because, yeah. man, if I'm honest, I can be so terrible at being grateful yeah, and man. thankful. Me I too. just can. And I can be a, I like a glass half empty yeah. kind of guy. Even right now, you know, like these are good godly things, but it distracts me and it gets me full of anxiety and ungrateful. Just desiring, you know, a wife, desiring kids, desiring to be a husband, desiring a house, desiring these things. And I can get so caught up and fixated on these good things that I believe God has for me, yeah. but it's not in Ryan's time and yeah. I deserve it in Ryan's time. Yeah. And it's like, stop, yeah. like stop, yeah. slow down, be still. Like, you know, you, you can look back and that's what's so cool about a faith bank. And what I mean by that is the longer you walk with the Lord, the more deposits of faith you can look back and pull out and be like, yep, remember God did that. Yep. Remember God did that. Yep. Remember when he answered that prayer. Yep. And it's like, I have so much deposited in my faith bank and it's like, nope, Ryan's going to focus on earthly things that he doesn't have. And that way I can become ungrateful. That, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost think uh, there's a few things I want to say. I almost think just on the most recent. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if I like one day prayed and then God answered the next day, that's sweet. Um, that's super sweet and almost like what you want. But looking back on what I just said, 2,920 prayers to God mm. for the salvation of my kids. And man, it's, a, it's almost more sweet because he was there. Yeah. He was watching. Yeah. He was hearing me. He was letting me see moments of, of my kids watching us pray. He was letting me see moments of my kids, bringing my kids into the big people worship and just seeing us worship and then them mimicking us and just like, what's this about? And I don't know. It's almost sweeter now, man, that eight years God was there. I, I, I didn't leave you or forsake you, son. Mm. Uh, and by the way, your kids are now your brother and sister in Christ, and they'll be with you in heaven forever. You kidding me? Wow. Eight years of that. 
eight years of that prayer, it's almost sweeter. And then the next thing, <clears throat> I just think as you're, as you were talking, it just spurred this in me of, of my mindset. And when we already talked about it, how I, I, the pit often becomes comfortable and, oh, I, yeah. and I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, but even in like, even in the most darkness of days, we have to tell ourselves to be thankful. Like it's a, it's a, it's a discipline. It's not easy. As he said, it's not, it, it's a discipline to make sure you know that there is Thanksgiving. Cause here's, here's where I was going with it. And it just caught up with me, man. Even if you are in a hard spot, man, and I, and there's guys that have had way harder lives than me and you, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Oh yeah. No fam. I mean, devastation. Mm-hmm. And so even for that person that's hard and, and just saying, Hey, the breath in your lungs, man, you could be thankful for it, which is true, but it's just, if you need something else, let me know. Let me, let me explain this to you. You remember like high school drama, Oh yeah, I'm. I'm he's mid thirties. I'm forty, Jorian. But do you remember high school drama? I remember. I can go back to that place to think of situations that took place that seemed like the end of the world. Oh yeah, I'm talking about yeah. a breakup. Yeah. I lost a basketball game. Someone I got embarrassed in front of a group, and life was over. Bro. Done. And today, looking back, that's dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's just like 25 years ago, or not that long, but like 22, 23 right. years ago. How stupid was that stuff? I don't give a riff about any of that, man. Now, imagine this. You're talking about Thanksgiving, being thankful. Imagine this. If, if you're needing to be thankful and God has saved your soul, understand this. You're going to live on this earth an average of 80, 85, I don't know, maybe less 70s now. I don't know what the average male or female life expectancy is. Let's say you lived 100, you out you, over the life expectancy. Do you understand that in 50,000 years of being with God, you'll look back at this 100 years on earth and think how dumb now that I'm seeing God and his glory and his purposes and his goodness and I'm in his presence for 50,000 years? Are you kidding me? Like whatever you're going through here, and I'm and I'm being sensitive because I know there is wicked, hard things that happen here. But imagine what if twenty-two years can make me think of that as dumb. Imagine five thousand years with God forever, moving back. That's what you can be thankful for: to live as Christ, but to die as gain. Like you understand that you're with Him forever, secured in Christ. Thank Him for that. And let's see if your perspective and some of that downcastness starts to fade away. And I, again, I'm preaching to myself as well. And it's all kind of coming naturally because we oh, weren't yeah. sure what we were doing for this I'm episode. I'm being humble just literally yeah. having this conversation yeah, with too. you. Like, me I too. suck at doing this. I do too, man. Yeah. But, when, but we experienced it today and we had to talk about it, yeah. man. Like we experienced it in staff meeting today and it was just a refreshing for all of us. Yeah. And we had to come and tell you because we tasted it. And it's a refresher. We even talked about... Just some of our policies and procedures about sometimes, you know, a mentor of mine told me that vision leaks and you got to recast vision. Man, I know you've probably heard those verses. I know that you know that, but we're recasting vision. I don't know what just happened. I almost burnt, but I kind of <laughs> caught it and tried to keep moving. We're recasting vision, man. Position yourself to a position of thanksgiving by the authority of God's word. And now science is catching up and we have some articles that are saying the same thing. Mm. Right? What do you know? Final thoughts. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And that's life after addiction. You better believe it. Come on.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Life After Addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Studio. For more Christ-centered addiction recovery resources, please visit s2l.net. That's S, the number two, L, dot net. For more information about S2L's licensed and accredited residential program, please visit S2LRecovery.org. That's S, the number two, LRecovery.org. We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of their faith-centered podcasts and their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.